Critics say the Perfect Pair podcast is a marriage and relationship fixer. Okay. You messed up, you messed up. And I finally had to just say, you know what, I messed up. And right. I left it alone. And then we good. But are we good? Because you still bringing the crap up. <laughs> right. So we obviously ain't good. We good. You having a Will Smith moment. <laughs> Wait, no. The reason why I'm saying. Do I need to slap the hell out of you? I right wish now? you would. See us two <laughs> fighting on this podcast today. <laughs> what? You lost your damn mind. Download, subscribe anywhere you get podcasts and watch on YouTube. Y'all loving this series that we doing? Y'all love it? This has been so much fun to preach. I'm going to bring up some people today. Y'all can be seated. Y'all make sure y'all love on Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Leandria a lot today. I'm so stinking proud of them, man. When my daddy died. I remember laying in my bed saying, I can't go to church and breathe. Because I was really mad at God. Like, how are you going to let me preach all over the world and you ain't going to heal my daddy? And I heard the Lord say, I did heal him, just not the way you wanted me to. And I said, why didn't you take my ex? <laughs> he said, for starters, you ain't healed. And he, your daddy was ready, but your eggs ain't. And I'm a God of grace and mercy. So what did I do? Started going on a healing journey. I sure did. So I want to bring up some of my pastoral team. Come on up. Come on up. You know who you are. I'm so excited. I'm going to give about 15 minutes. And we're going to ask some questions to them. And then I got a phenomenal word, man, that I'm going to end this thing with. Fighting fair. It's going to be so good. What's up, fam? Y'all love all my pretty chairs. I'm so extra and I'm proud of it. This is all my office. <laughs> but I've really calmed down in the last few months. Absolutely. A little bit. Just a tad. So, y'all, I have some questions that I have written down. That I want to ask you guys, since we've been on this, this uh, Love is Blind. And did they not do a phenomenal job? Yeah. Did they not? We got little actors. I mean, these two right here made me want to, like, love tomorrow. Anybody else? Like, I'm like, if my husband doesn't, <sighs> talking to me, we're going to throw him all the way away. Right? He was like, oh, when I think about you, oh. And he's all sentimental and stuff. She's like, you just better be fine. You are fine, ain't you? <laughs> so we've been in this series called Love is Blind. And Jonathan and Leandra, how long y'all been married? A year. Yeah. February oh, 11th. year. Now year mark. Now, now, PJ, I call him PJ. He's Pastor Jonathan. Uh, these are my spiritual kids. And they've had a baby in a year. So they've done a whole lot in a year. Um... <laughs> Can I, they didn't mean to. They were just really excited. We were dating for almost five years. And so. they were like, ah, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And they did. Um, so, so we were talking. Can I tell you? Any, I can ask anything, right? So, so I remember uh, you coming into the office. I remember, we got 13 minutes now. 
So you were come. Uh, uh, PJ came in the office with me one day, and he he just started crying. He was like, "I don't know that I thought this through." I said, "Too late." I said, "Too late." I said, "What are we gonna do about it?" He said, this is so hard. I said, marriage is really hard. And I said, but the coolest thing is you get to have your favorite meal every night. (laughs) But this is hard. And I said, what are we going to do about it? And I remember, man, I laid over you. I prayed, man. We were like, because I was like, they can't get divorced this quick. We were rebuking the devil and everything. Uh So my question to you is, what did you say? Uh huh. <laughs> what I love so much about this is that Pastor Leandra is a boss chick, big time, and she she makes moves. And I've watched Pastor Leandra. They went through uh, a marriage counseling, which we have here with these incredible pastoral team that I have. That we have premarital counseling, and each one of my couples takes you through a different fighting fair. What are you looking for? How to handle money? And y'all went through premarital counseling, and I love it because I've watched you submit so well to him. And how did y'all know when y'all? Because y'all were here forever and didn't date. How did you know what happened? One day y'all just like, I like you. Well, I thought she was cute from the beginning, but I didn't say nothing. Like Bishop said, like she is, she's like the boss chick. So I was like, uh, we can be friends, but I ain't finna embarrass myself. And But it was just one day we were just sitting talking. We became really, really good friends. And we were sitting talking, trying to make sure that we were going to hook each other up with somebody. And we were like, so what do you want in a person? What do you want in your man? What do you want in your girl? And we were just looking like, that sounds like us. And it just, from there, we still didn't say nothing. But from there, it was just like, yeah, I think this is it. And we thank God that we did not find each other interesting at first to, to date. Because that was something that we always did wrong. We would always kind of skip, skip the friendship part. And we're just like, okay, you cute, we cute. Come on, let's do this. So I feel like God really shielded us from that. I really believe that too. And I think, you know, walking through divorce, the one thing that I've really discovered is I didn't like them. And that is huge. You have to like somebody a lot. Because like holds you together when love is blind. <laughs> You, that was so good. So you have to like each other. So that friendship that y'all got was a beautiful thing because now I'm watching y'all walk it out. And, and that is just super amazing. So, so you said, she's me. Yes. Now, a lot of people say the opposites are right. Y'all are alike. Well, we're, y- yes. Y'all well, both are bosses. Well, praise God. How y'all make that work? Because y'all got to submit or y'all kill each other. I think when we started realizing how different we were, we thought that that was like a negative. But so we just always picked out our differences. Like, you do this and I do that. You do this and I do that. We ain't going to work. But in our differences, we also started to pick, oh, that's that's nice. You know, we like that in common. We're the same in that aspect. And so we started merging those things instead of making it a comparison type deal. We was like, how can we complement each other? If you're up here and I'm down here, how can we get right there? And so we started doing the work to kind of 
throw ourselves into each other's interests, throw ourselves. She's a business lady. <laughs> I'm not business oriented at all. I'm all ministry. That's all I've known. So and in, in life, you've got to have both. And so we learn how to balance each other in those wises. And we were willing to do the work like before we did um, premarital counseling with Apostle Ramon. God bless you. Thank you. Because we needed every moment. Um, <laughs> we went to Waffle House. We found something on, uh, on uh, uh, Google and we printed some documents out like a couple's worksheet. And we went to Waffle House and we worked that thing out. We sat there. He had his copy. I had my copy. And I, it's so funny because when we turned one, um, I found those worksheets in one of my rooms. And, and it's like, man, remember, this is who we used to be. And look at us now. Mm -hmm. Y'all have done phenomenal in a year. I have watched y'all shift, man. Y'all have grown up. And I'm so proud of you. And how, how have you submitted when, when you... I um, learned how to be quiet in a way where... I didn't have to get my point across. Does that make sense? Like, I learned how to listen to what he was saying and not be defensive. Um, because so I, I learned when, when, we di when we don't yell at each other, and I think you mentioned this earlier, when we don't yell at each other, we can actually communicate. And um, I was so used to wanting to be heard. And I felt like, ladies, you will not lose your voice if you don't yell. Like, you will still have your voice. You don't have to yell. And I was trying to make sure that my voice was still going to be sustained in the relationship. But when you have a good man. Come on, somebody. When you have a good man and one who is willing to communicate, you don't want to yell so much to where they shut down. And I really believe that you've allowed him to step up. I think a lot of his growth in this, not that you weren't already fabulous, but <laughs> I, think, I think a good woman can make a man. Oh. And I, I also finds think, a good man. I think I mean, a that good woman. it's important to know as well that I know we, we harbor on women submit to your husband, but the Bible says men and women submit to one another, yeah. to each other. And I think that it's, it's important that men know proper submission as well when yeah. it comes to their wives. That, that you don't always have to be, it's my way or no way. I'm the man. I'm supposed to do this. I'm the man. Listen to me. Rawr, all that good stuff. <laughs> like it's it's okay to have that healthy compromise where it's not just I'm leading this or you are leading this. We're doing this thing together, I love and that. that's what makes our marriage work. All right, good job, babies. Okay, so your husband in here, so this is gonna be a lot of fun. Be a blast. So so last week you were the last one, and you 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 were talking about how he wanted. Uh, he went out and bought, and he didn't talk it through to you. Yes. And you were like, too bad, so sad, figure it out. I'm paying tithe. <laughs> That's right. And Finances. so how do y'all work through the conflict in your marriage? Because Will is like a jokester. He is all the time. So guys how do you have do no that? Idea. I pray. Because <laughs> how long y'all been married? 13 years. Wow. It's, it's, it's been a journey, I can tell you. It's we love you, good. Will. Yes, love you, honey. He's also of our youth because he's funny. <laughs> yes, well, to really my secret is prayer. Um, you have to actually know the person that you with. You have to actually get to know the person that you with. And, you know, everybody has baggage. Everybody has some things, their quirkiness. And you have to be willing to work with that. And if you're not willing to work with that, it's not going to work. Hey, Will! <laughs> Say hey. 
<laughs> that is so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, you just have to willing to um, to work through it, work through yeah. the difficulties, and uh, you know, even if you just have to say, okay, give me a few minutes, let's get this together, and let's come back to the table and and see how we can work this out. And I really love with you and him that y'all are. You can tell y'all are buddies, man. Yeah, we like, all of y'all up here, the one thing, and even my, all of my pastoral team, the thing that I love so, because I prayed all of y'all in, um, I love that y'all are buddies. Like, y'all yes. are friends. We, yeah. Like, that's one of the things when we yeah. were dating, we definitely got to know each other. Like, y'all like to be around each we other. We do. He's crazy, but I love him. Yeah. <laughs> and he plays jokes on you, and you're so good with that. All the time. So you would tell all these people that are like, prayer doesn't work. I want to take my shoe and throw it. All the way across the room at him. You're not going to get anything done. No. That's You're not going to get anything solved by doing that. You have to just stop and, t and put God and say, hey, you know, God, I need you to help me do this. This is my marriage. This is my relationship. I want this to work. And if you put God first, everything else is going to fall into order. But you also have to be listened and receive what God is trying to tell you about your partner. Because a lot of times you... It's about you. It's not about your partner. It's about things that you need to change on the inside. So I would definitely pray to God, talk to your partner, and find some type of compromise to work things out. Is he the hothead? Yes. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> He's the hothead. I could tell last week. Could y'all tell when she said, too bad. I'm paying my tithe. His nostrils went like this. I was yeah. like, ah! Oh, yeah, I, I couldn't start. And this is a true story, guys. I, I didn't want to start off our marriage. We were married already, and I, I wanted to honor God. And, you know, we were just married, and we were just, you know, starting our lives. And, you know, I wanted God to be the top of it. You know, I wanted our marriage to work, and I knew to do that, God had to be the front and center. And I know if I lined up, I know my husband was going to line up. He was going to follow me because there was no way if I wasn't honoring God, God wasn't going to honor my marriage. Jesus, man, that is a tight, 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 tight sentence. Yeah. And so honoring God isn't. No, it's not. How is Sometimes it? Sometimes it's just being submissive to your husband, even if you want to clap back all that. Sometimes it's like God calm my spirit and just help me, you know, not be that nagging wife or not be that nagging nanny and just listen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yes. I think that's huge. What's going on, fam bam? <laughs> so I love that uh, a lot of your topic for me is fighting fair. And when I ask you to all the time, because y'all got like this cool little thing going on, this cool, you play cards with your kids and y'all like, y'all both are into sports and you know, y'all just, y'all cool together. And you, I asked you the other night, I was like, so what's your secret? Tell us how, how long y'all been married. Sharita years. and Sean, y'all. 18 years. 18 years. Woo, 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 woo. It's powerful. <laughs> and I asked y'all the other night, I was like, what is your secret? And what did you say? Learn how to. Learn how to fight. Yeah. Learn how to fight. Fair. 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 Yeah. Talk to us. So earlier in our, but before we got married, we had some marriage counseling. And one of the biggest topics there was fighting fair. Uh, inside of that topic, number one thing that we learned was when you're getting into an argument, divorce is not an option. Yeah. 
it's just not an option. It, it's not fair to throw it up. It's not fair to throw it out there. It's not going to happen, right? So we had to learn how to negotiate with, within those means. And so we actually set boundaries for how we fought, where for us it worked out where Sharita likes to talk things out right then and there. For me, I don't want to talk. I don't want to say nothing. Don't look at me. Don't say nothing to me. I'm going to say something really mean. And yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so his smile. We does had not to tell me that we had to set up boundaries where when we first get into an argument and we see it going to that place. Number one, we had to go to where God is. Go to where God is. You can't bring mess. You can't bring trouble. God so is where's God when you're fighting. Where do y'all go? Hello. Oh. You got to bring it back around because you, you cannot disrespect his presence. Come on. Right? So um, the things that you feel like saying, the things you feel like doing, they don't align with who he is. So, um, and Sean is a petty fighter. I can I'm be, so I can, disappointed. I can, I, can, I can be ready to bring my point home. And, and once you call it, because we've agreed to it, Y'all, this is why I've made so many bad decisions in my life. Because <laughs> obviously if I deserve it, it's not very good. Listen, once you call it, you have to go. You have to submit to that, right? That is so, so good. So when she says call it, basically what, what that means is you said, okay, I need my time. So we would take, what was it, two hours? No, he wanted two, you guys. He wanted two. <laughs> we compromised to 30. 30 he minutes. wanted two hours to be angry, man, man. And then come back. But we compromised and met at 30. So 30 minutes, we would go back. Man, I Had some time this. to calm down. Had some time to think about what you were wanted to say. Some time, some time to think about what I wanted to say. Go to where God is. Come back. And you can have a conversation. You can work things out that way. Would you be cooled off in 30 minutes? Uh, not, not all the way, but enough to have a conversation and enough to have spent some time with God and know that when I go into here, she, she ain't playing. God ain't playing. So we need to get this figured out. No, I love this. Is that not phenomenal? So basically, I read this week, because I've been like, this series has this series has pushed me to a whole nother level and made me interest. I've looked inside a lot. Men are capable of having two tabs open a day. Two. Two. And women, we want to talk. We want to get it through. We want to know right now. And men look at that as being bossy. And so basically what y'all have done is you've allowed communication to kill assumption. And y'all have come and you've met in the middle. And now y'all like best friends. We just talk now. And now we say, you, you mad? <laughs> get glad because we're doing this together. We're doing this together. Doing this I together. love that. How long did it take y'all to get there? You mad? Probably about seven in. Seven in. So for all you youngins out there, just give it a few more years. <laughs> it, it's going to be all right. I love that. Fight fair. So everybody up here, for all of you that are getting married, thinking about getting married, wanting to get married, we have this beautiful couple that have made it a year. Y'all like, we didn't learn nothing from them. They only been into it a year. No, they've made it through so much in a year. They got a lot. To, they've, 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 they've made it. These two, 
she strong, stood her ground, but did it gracefully. And these two, they have learned how to fight fair. Y'all give it up for them. So good. I love y'all. How many of y'all are single in this room? Single, single. How many married people we got? How many? Stand up, married people. How many happy married? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke. Y'all look at this. Stay standing. Look at this. Married folk. So we have a singles group starting that I'm leading March 10th, and I expect all of you to be in the room because we're about to have some married couple up in this room, baby. We're about to have some Cancun honeymoons. Ah. Okay. March 10th, 7 o'clock. It's going down up in here. We already got a ton, like 90 people. How many people registered? Like 80 so we got a lot registered, but we ain't got many men. And I know you men are scared of church girls. <laughs> y'all got to get up here. I will not let these church girls hurt y'all. I'm telling y'all. We're just going to get together and have community, okay? All right, so y'all say, PK. Yeah. We're, ready We're ready for the last sermon of Love is Blind. Let's get to chopping. I'm going to title this Fighting Fair. Fighting fair. It's okay to fight. In fact, I question you if you don't. Do you really love each other if you don't get mad ever so often? Because ain't making up fun. Huh? But you just can't fight hard. The reason I brought my peoples up here today is because I knew each one of them had something that they could show us about how to do things. I am very aware in my life that I have, I told you guys, man, this whole series, we've talked about Samson, how Samson was deceived by Delilah. Basically, Samson loved a woman that did not love him. And Samson fell in love with this woman and she was sent by a counterfeit into his life and came into a weakness and uh, really broke him down, right? And so if you're, not, if you're not where you are supposed to be with God, a lot of times he will send the wrong people in your life and the wrong person will delay your destiny. This is why you got to seek God, man. You can't seek the abs. You can't seek the booty. You got to seek God. You got to be like, God blind me. Let me see what's really on the inside. Show me Jesus, right? Complaining and conflict are part of relationships, but you have to pick your battles. And I want to ask you today as we're closing out this series, how are you in a relationship? I want you to think back, all you married people and you single people, think back. Of yourself in the last relationship or in the relationship you're in right now. Gone. Thank. I've had to do it because y'all know I've been dating. Nah. Some things have been awoken. I'm like, girl, sit your hips all the way down because you need to heal here. You still need to heal here. 
You still need to hear here. You need to heal here. Why? Because a relationship will magnify the things on the inside of you. Because listen to me, a relationship done God's way brings out the best in you. But it also, when you find somebody that you really love, you end up hurting that person the most. Because somewhere in us, we don't really think that that person's ever going to leave. That's why your boss can talk to you any old way. And you go home and talk to your spouse like they crap. Because somewhere inside of you, you don't think they ever going to leave because they said, I got your back. But they ain't really got your back because one day they're going to look at you and say, girl, bye. Because the enemy wants to come to steal, kill, and destroy. And y'all, I'm going to tell y'all something. Women, when you get a good man, what? That loves your lights out? That when you walk into a room, he's like, <laughs> what's your name? You're like, what you wanted to be? <laughs> what, what you wanted to be today? I don't care if you're an alpha female. You got a man that's leading you somewhere to Jesus. You're like, where are we going? What you want to eat today? I, you will cook for him. You will clean for him. Look, 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 what? That's why it's important that you get your heart healed so you can find the right one because the Bible does say to submit and you will not have a problem submitting when you make the right choice. We learned last week that the choice is yours, right? The choice is yours. That's why when all of a sudden you got women saying, ain't no man going to tell me what to do. Why? You picked them. Wasn't that good? You picked them. Now why you don't like them? Because the red flag did not happen when y'all married. I didn't know him. Now, I do believe. Sometimes you don't know everything. Till you get married. But you saw signs. But we're so busy planning a wedding, you will borrow money to plan a wedding from your relatives, but you won't borrow money to get marriage counseling. <laughs> boom, shaka, laka, laka, boom. All y'all got the same ponytail in your bridesmaids' party. Y'all going to a destination wedding. You got your little cake. You paid $49,000 for that wedding. And the first fight you're going to get when you get home is y'all ain't got no money. Because we want to please a whole bunch of people that ain't got to live in a house. Did y'all talk about sex? Did y'all talk about porn? Did you talk about, what did y'all talk about money? Did you talk about church? Did you talk about kids? How y'all going to raise your kids? How many kids you want? Did you talk about how you going to fight? Did you talk about he wants two hours to vent. She wants 30. Did you talk about how your daddy and mama fought? How you going to do things differently? Listen to this. There was a girl that was born blind. She hated herself because she could not see. The only person she didn't hate was her loving boyfriend because he was a source of encouragement 
to her. She told her boyfriend, if only I could see, I would marry you. One day, someone donated a pair of eyes to her. She could see. She even saw her boyfriend. He said, now that you can see the world, will you marry me? She looked at him in disbelief because he was blind too. She refused to marry him. He left brokenhearted. He wrote her a letter. Darling, please take care of my eyes. Sometimes there are people who will never be happy. No matter what you give to them. And you're going to spend your whole life trying to build a bear when you ain't no build-a-bear manufacturer. Are you her? Are you him? Sip your coffee. <laughs> Some people won't be happy no matter what you give them. And it's better to move away from those people, singles. Here's how you have to choose relationships. Choose your relationships based on your destination. You know how many people I talk to all the time? She married him. He was a preacher when they got married. And once they got married, she hates church. You knew she hated church. But she was fine. She was a trophy. You know how many men that I know can't stand her personality and how big it was? But she was like that when you married him. It is so vital that when you're dating and praying for God to send someone into your life, that you're watching every single Thing that is happening. See them in every season. And watch yourself. Choose your relationship based on your destination. When you know yourself, when you know your standards, you will choose people who are aligned with your destiny. Never mingle with people who will come and kill your destiny. Delilah. Love cannot keep a marriage. My son asked me in the back, why can't love keep a marriage? What is great relationship built on if not love? I'm so glad you asked. Proverbs 24 is the scripture this morning that I'm going off of. Proverbs 24, we're going to go three through five. You ready for this? By wisdom... A house is built, and through understanding, it is established. Through knowledge, its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. The wise prevail through great power, and those who have knowledge muster their strength. 
Love is necessary because that's what makes you go, look at that girl. I'll marry her. But it's that understanding. It's that likability. It's that wisdom. Listen, it's knowledge. The word of God says knowledge. Let me read it to you again in case y'all just went over your head. It says, by wisdom, a house is built. And through understanding, I pray for this every day of my life. I lay in my bed and I pray every day of my life, God, give me wisdom and understanding in everything that I do. Give me wisdom and understanding in every season, even when I don't understand it, even when I want something and you don't give it to me. Give me wisdom and understanding. By wisdom, a house is built, and through understanding, it is established. Through knowledge, its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. The wise prevail through great power, and those who have knowledge muster their strength. Here's what knowledge is. Knowledge. If you're going to have a great relationship with anybody, what do you need? What do you need? Information. Because you got to know before you get into it. It's like we'll go to college for a degree, but we won't, pre- we won't practice before a marriage. We won't read no books about it. We won't get no mentor for it. We won't get no premarital counseling for it. We won't even go to counseling after we get in a marriage. Knowledge. If you're going to have a great relationship with anybody, you need information, knowledge. You've got to read. Y'all know I'm out on them trails now, man. I'm working out every day, working out every day. You know what I'm doing? Listening to knowledge. There is no music in my ears. I know where I'm going. I know, and I ain't telling none of y'all yet because I'm quiet. I'm quiet because I don't want nobody to mess up where I'm going. You don't tell everybody everything. Y'all telling everybody too much. And then they're raining on your parade. I know where I'm going, so I'm getting myself prepared for where I'm going. It's in my ear. I'm listening to the word. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening every day. I'm overdosing on wisdom and understanding and knowledge. I'm listening. I'm putting myself in rooms of people that are further than I am. I'm growing got to read. Your marriage don't need prayer. You need information. Prayer. God ain't no genie in a bottle. No, you need to get a book. You need to grow. Prayer does not cancel ignorance. Y'all, This is all learned through experience. Things that I wish to God I could have gone back. I can't go back, but I can get prepared, man, for where I'm going so I can be better. Prayer does not cancel ignorance. You need skills. You got to learn human nature. You got to learn about each other. What if she don't like roses? She wants shoes. (laughs) 
You spending thousand dollars on forty roses for her fortieth birthday? She like, thank you, brother. Had some Louis Vuittons. <laughs> and then you're mad because she not like she loved him. You gotta talk. You gotta get to know what you like to do. He said, I want to go camping. You're like, oh no, we're going glamping. He like, can we just like go camping? Like, you know, like turn some candles and you know, yeah. Cause boy, I like you. It's learning each other. What does each other like? And then when you really like each other, you want to do what each other wants to do. You're like, girl, I don't even like sleeping in the bed with him no more. Then learn to fall back in love with whatever it was he did before. When you start chasing each other around the house, put Jesse out of y'all's room. Put him back in his own room. And turn on some Barry White. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? That's Larry. Lionel Richie, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> Listen to what understanding and comprehension is. Y'all ready for this? Understanding and comprehension. It's wisdom. It's application. Meaning you got to know. You got you to gotta experience. You got you to gotta learn from your experience. I got wisdom from this thing because I have walked it. And I don't want to. You know what I always tell people? These women that talk down on their husbands or these men that talk down on their wives, I'm like, y'all going to get divorced? No. I'm like, you ain't? Like, y'all just going to talk to each other ladies for the rest of your life? Really? Because you're going to die. Till death do us part, well, y'all going to die with heart attacks. Or y'all can just lose the pride. The Bible says the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth and bring into remembrance the things you learned. You cannot apply what you do not understand, and you cannot understand what you do not know. Hello? Is it me? <laughs> it's learning how to talk. Is learning how to open your mouth and say, I'm sorry, bear with me. You don't throw away somebody just because they had a bad day. God gives you grace. You know how many times God's given you grace? But yet, we don't want to give nobody grace. We don't want to figure out what they did to now be able to be best friends and understand each other. Right? It's learning how to say, I ain't, look, I'll never forget my daddy and my mama got in a fight. And my mother packed her suitcase. And she said, Henry Jones, I am done with you. And she started packing her suitcase, and he got his suitcase out. She said, what are you doing? He said, I'm packing my suitcase. She said, why? He said, because if you leave and I'm leaving too. I watched my mom and daddy go through a lot of stuff, y'all. And they fought. And they made it. And they went to counseling. And when my daddy was dying after 52 years of marriage, my mother's laying over him saying, baby, serving you was the greatest assignment of my life. This is why you got to make it work. One day you're going to need somebody to take care of you. Got to get beyond your pride. The most important relationship in life is not in interpersonal relationships, but it, it, but it is in intrapersonal relationships. 
It's inward. It's that I got to love me because if I love me, then I'm going to know how to love you. Really, if you don't know how to love you, you can't love nobody else. You cannot give what you ain't. You ain't got no friends, it's because you ain't no friend. When people always tell me, I ain't got no friends, I'm like, because you ain't no friend. Because you can't get what you don't give. Right? And that's the enemy's plot. Because one will put a thousand to flight, two will put ten thousand to flight, and you need some friends. Now, if you don't ever want to get married, just fine. You're going to combo with all your girlfriends and you live your best life, like live a la la be loca. That's cool. But as for me and my house, I'm going to get married one day. I'm going to cook for him. I'm going to take care of him. And I have learned from my mistakes. Oh, God. I'm reading books. I learned how to cook at 50. I'm going to take care of him. You hear me? What? My phone going to go off at 6 o'clock. Y'all going to be like, where are you at? <laughs> With my buffet. <laughs> Society tells us that relationships are hard. And in relationships, we trust vibes and emotions over the Holy Spirit. We trust our vibes, our emotions, our feelings. And you can't trust your own wisdom and vibes. This is why you have to have Jesus. Jesus be the center of it all. Jesus be the center of it all. That's why you can't get in unequally yoked relationships from beginning to the end. I don't know the rest of the words, but they're beautiful. He'll always be. Jesus be the center of. I knew Mimi was going to start. Jesus be the center of our marriages. I love my Mimi. Y'all listen to this. I wrote down some things that I've learned in 50 years. You play with me, man, because you just kind of. <laughs> How to be more attractive, whether in a relationship. I really do want you to play with me. <laughs> How to be more attractive now. Healthy self-esteem. This is why I'm out there running now. My son said this morning, what'd you take this morning? I said, man, I'm feeling good. I'm moving. I'm feeling good, man. My head is scorched. I ain't petty kill no more. I ain't worried about things I used to worry about. It's crazy what a week of taking care of myself. I can't wait to get out of here and go hit the trail. Why? Because I'm getting myself ready. I'm going somewhere. Number two, be joyful and friendly. Y'all can't be mean. What if y'all boo things in the broccoli aisle? You walking up in there in your moo moo and your hair net. Now you gotta be walking over there like, hey, can you get that for me? You better let that man know he needed. 
Mimi will for sure, every time we're on the plane, she'll be like, um, can you get that suitcase for me? I'm like, Mimi, if you get picked up for me, before me, we're going to have a problem. Um, uh, can you get that suitcase? And can you get my daughters too? She's teaching me. She's schooling me. Find your purpose. Find your purpose. Here's another one. Mental development. Build your mind. Build your mind. Ain't nothing attractive about a dodo bird. Well, what you gonna do? I don't know. I'm just gonna live off love. Y'all think I read him off? I didn't. He has another place to go. <laughs> Y'all like, girl, you running him off the keyboard too. <laughs> Number five, self-support. Learn to go eat by yourself. Stop being so needy. Get your iPad. Go sit somewhere cute. Now, if you're married, don't be doing that. Six, be loving and giving. If you're married, be cooking for your spouse. Y'all get in the kitchen and cook together. Start having fun together. Find interest. Find you a trail. Chase each other around your block. Number seven, live a holy life. Now, here's how I'm ending it. Is this good? I wrote down... Some things that I've learned in 50 years that I'm going to do differently and some things I'm proud of. Tell your partner you love them every night before falling to sleep. Because someday you're going to find the other side of the bed empty and wish you could. Don't fear sadness. Live now. There's some people that can't even enjoy their marriage because they think that he going to cheat or she going to cheat just like the last one. Don't fear sadness. Here's another one. Y'all ready for this? Treat your body like a house you have to live in for the next 70 years. Take the snacks out of your mouth and become a snack. I said it. Don't at me. Take care of yourself. What did y'all do to get each other? Stay there. Say, baby, can you sit on my feet so I can do some sit-ups? Here's another one. Never raise your voice except at a ball game. Time doesn't heal anything when it comes to relationships. Don't delay difficult conversations. Watch your delivery. Watch 
your tone. Here's another one. Find the things that make your eyes light up and do more of that. Here's another one. Always remind yourself that your track record for making it through your bad days are perfect. Because you're here. You made it. Here's another one. If something has a minor issue, repair it. Now. Because minor issues turn into major problems called resentment. But the beautiful thing about God is he's the master fixer. When you humble yourself and pray. Here's another one. Whenever you hug someone, make sure they are the one to let go first. Y'all know y'all want to be like, oh. Here's another one. No one has ever argued their way into happiness. Here's another one. It doesn't have to be perfect for it to be wonderful. When in, when in doubt, just love. Here's another one. If something is bothering you, ask yourself whether it will matter in one month. If not, let it go flow. Let it go. Because God is not a God of chaos and confusion. And the enemy cannot touch you. He cannot touch a relationship. But where he gets you is the matter of the heart. And stuff you don't let go of. The pain that you feel may not be your fault, but the healing is your responsibility. Here's another one. Stop trying to change people who don't want to change. It doesn't matter how good of a person you are. Sometimes that's just not your person. Here's another one. You may win the argument, but if you lose the relationship, what was the point? Here's another one. Stubborn pride is the downfall of many men and women. Learn to forget the slight hurts. And avoid grudges. Marriage can be wonderful. It's the living together that can turn to hell. Stand up on your feet. Is this good? Y'all, when I tell y'all this series has, whew, it's been a hard month for me because studying this thing, man, 
Every single time I'm, I'm, I'm doing a series, I got to walk through so that I can preach it with clarity and a conscious, clear conscience, you know? And I always want to lead the way where if I died tonight, I can stand before God and hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. I always want to be able to lead y'all to a place of fighting on your knees, fighting holding hands, taking things to the throne and not the phone, not comparing your life to other people on social media, but understanding that God uniquely brought y'all together. And even if you're in this room, you're like, I don't know if you brought us together or not. If you said, I do, you're one. And God has given you the grace to fight. Now it takes two. But have you prayed and fasted? Have you found a good counselor to sit down and talk to? Well, he won't go. Well, you go. You go sit down and become a whole boss and learn how to go home. The Bible says there are two commandments. What are they? To love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul and love your neighbor as yourself. Your husband and your wife is your neighbor. And when you love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, you're going to love them like you love yourself. But a lot of y'all loving them like you love yourself, and that's why y'all in some problems. I want to challenge you, Limitless. I always try to lead by example. And every time I start something, y'all are like, oh, God, now she's going to push this on us. Yes, I am. <laughs> Get this temple in order because you ain't happy when you got a muffin top you ain't happy when you got cankles you ain't happy when you got a one pack limitless fit fam we going in this is our next challenge, baby. It's tight, but it's right. Because relationships are going to be better when we find. You hear me? When we feel healthy in our bodies, when our minds are sharp. The church world's fat. We're fat. Y'all like, girl, I ain't fat. Now, some of y'all fine. I'm not saying everybody is, but. But you can, be, you, can be, you can be skinny and miserable. It's not just about outside. It's stuff on the inside of you that you ain't never let go of. You got mommy issues. You a whole grown-up and still mad at your mama. You a whole grown-up and you still mad at your daddy. And so in this next 30 days, I want us to work on our insides. And I'm going to tell y'all something. The devil going to fight you because he's a punk. He's going to send stuff to, to, to irritate you. You might even fight with your spouse more than you ever fought ever. But you better be aware and on full target alert. Oh, no, I, I'm on to you. 
You ain't messing with my family. You better have that oil out in your house. You better get your Crisco. You better lay hands on it. And when you get home, just lay hands on your Crisco and say, Lord, are you the tarot peppermint oil? Lord, I'm going to anoint this, and it's going to be ready for every time the enemy comes to cry to come in my house or in me. Some of y'all need to lay hands on yourself every day just like you brush your teeth. Come out! For 30 days, just like, eh! Lay hands on your tongue. Lay hands on your hips. Get the junk out of your house. If it ain't in there, you can't eat it. And for 30 days, I want us to go after God. I'm starting a new series. March, Rags to Riches. And when I tell you what God is about to do in this house and online, we're about to have a, yo, I promise you, you ain't seen nothing yet. I prophesy that we are about to have some elevation in every avenue, every aspect of this house. Every aspect. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Everybody lift up your hands like this. Say, Father, I give you permission to remove anything on the inside of me that needs to be removed, that's been stuffed down, that I don't even know is there. Get it out. And free me so that I can live my best life. I prophesy so much joy. I'm going to drive everybody crazy because I'm going to wake up with joy. I'm going to go to bed with joy. Clear my mind. Get rid of distractions. Get rid of clutter and confusion. In Jesus' name, set me up for the greatest elevation of my life. Devil! Now give God a shout. It's on, baby. It's on, baby. It's on, baby. It's on, baby. You're about to see some shifting taking place. You're about to see revival in your families. You're about to see revival in yourself. You feel it? Y'all ready to give? Y'all ready to give? Man, I love y'all so much. So excited about this house and all of you online. There's so many ways that you can give. This is the best part of the service because this is what opens the funnel gates of heaven. You sow where you grow, baby. You can give right now by, if you got cash or check and you want to give, just lift up your hand because we're going to give you an envelope because you get to write this thing off at the end of the year. If you need a check or uh, uh, envelope, you can also give right there online. You just minimize your screen, and we've got a link right there for you. Or you can hold your camera up to this little, we are so relevant. <laughs> hold it, and it'll take you right to where to give. You can also text to give, 833-245-4502. 833-245-4502. You can also give online, limitlesschurch.live. You can also give cash at, what is it? My Limitless Church, you can also give Emma. What is it? Y'all, 10% goes to God. That's 10 cents on a dollar if you're gross. 
and God will bless everything in your life. You ready, PJ? Y'all give some love to this man that showed out for God today. Y'all go be loved this week. I sure do love you.